to see you. Uh, welcome to Life Point Table Talk, Episode One. We're here with Katrina Wilson, also my mother. But we are going to be looking at Dream Talk, her book, popular book. Uh, could God be dealing with you in your sleep? It's not. It's when you sleep. It's about not about goals, but when you're actually sleeping and actually dreaming. Um, it's developed into a college course. That's correct, right? Yes. It's yes. Uh huh. Gotten there. Um, you teach on it from a biblical perspective, Christian yes. perspective, and also from a scientific, yes. how those two go together. Yeah. When did you write the book, actually? It's probably it's been, been around a while, right? Yeah, 25 or 30 years ago oh, I've been wow. teaching this. Do you remember what uh, was the inspiration for that? Uh, actually, I received a prophetic word oh. from a minister who said, uh, he called, called me out right. and said, uh, you're going to begin to have dreams and visions, and you're going to travel and speak on that, and teacher. And I thought, this man's old, yeah. and he, he doesn't <laughs> know what he's talking about. I hardly ever remembered a dream in my life, right. you know, except when I was a kid, I'd dream I was flying. So I just thought he was off. Yeah. But after that experience, I started remembering my dreams. So you saw it as, when he said dreams and visions... You separated the two. Yes. And not just the vision, but the dream part, right? Especially the dream part, because I never remembered dreams. Did you start taking notes or have a notebook? or well, What, what happened, do they call that, right? What, That's what you do? Yeah. Usually? Well, what I really did, I when I got into it, when I realized and started remember, remembering my dreams, I said, well, I need to study on this. But I didn't know what to do, so I went to the library to look for books, and uh -huh. they were weird. I went to a Christian bookstore, and they acted like I was crazy. Now, we're talking 25, 30 years ago. Right. They said, we don't have anything like that. So I was praying, and I said, Lord, I would teach on this subject, but I don't have any books. Mm. And this is what I heard in my spirit. What's wrong with my book? Right. And I said, your book? You mean for there's sure. something in the Bible in about the dreams and visions? Yeah. And that started, and I went from Genesis to Revelation. I studied everything I could about dreams, visions, the night, and sleep. And that was the beginning. And then the Lord dealt with me, you need to study science too. Yeah. So I studied sleep labs, dream experts, and I found out that both science and the Bible agree on the importance of dreams. It was very, very fascinating. Well, I think a lot of people have an interest in it. In one way or another, they've been impacted by their yeah. dreams, even if they've been left confused or what in the world was that? You know, we've all been impacted by dreams yeah. and our sleep. So what we're going to do today, right? I'm going to ask you some questions sure. about the subject and then we'll, we'll try to go 20, 25 minutes on this episode. Then we'll we'll go for episode two later. But here's the first question for you. Okay. Um, you, you seldom hear of people teaching on the subject of dreams. Why do you think there is not more teaching on dreams in Christianity or in churches? I think number one's lack of knowledge. People just don't know, so they, they've never studied it, and so they just don't even think about it. I think right. it's our culture. You know, everybody thinks their dreams are, quote, pizza dreams or church tradition. They right. think it's new age philosophy, so they won't, won't teach on it and they don't think it's biblical and even our hectic lifestyle right uh we're too busy to be aware of our dreams but i do want to make a statement dreaming is not new age philosophy it's a reality right. everybody dreams right so it's a, a part yes of, of our lives we dream from birth all the way through from birth well, no we dream before birth oh wow 
this is the fascinating thing. It's kind of skipping a little bit, but dreams come to all ages. Dreams are God's plan, not man's. Mm-hmm. Through a study, through scientists, they studied infants in the womb, and they mm. found out the sleep and dream process begins in the womb. Ah. But they, they said, what in the world could an infant in the womb be dreaming about? Right. Because they go through shallow sleep, dreaming, and deep sleep. Right. And uh, so I was praying about that. And I said, Lord, the, what scripture could I use that this could confirm this from a science view? And it's Psalm 139. Hmm. And I'm going to quote it to you. Yeah. And this is Psalmist David. He said, you, God, have possessed my reins. Possess means you've created and you own my reins, my inner man, my spirit man. Sure. And listen to this. And you covered me in my mother's womb. And I looked up the word covered, and it means you protected you entwined and you knitted me together in my mother's womb. Mm. Well, we just think he knitted every intricate part, but the other part of knitting or entwined is spirit to spirit. Right. We are connected with God mm. from in the womb. And this is what happens when we go to sleep, we're back to still being connected to God. Right, they're still coming. And that's, that's why he can minister to us even in our sleep. Ooh, that's good. So... So it starts early, early as you can get right there yeah. and on through life. So right. is there a conflict then between uh, the Bible and science about dreaming or dreams? I haven't uh, found any conflict so far at all in all these years. They both agree. And here's the other interesting thing I found out about dreams. One third of the Bible is dream related. Wow. That's that's shocking. And if you think about it, uh, if that's you start with Genesis, you got uh-huh. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Pharaoh, you'd have to tear out all kinds of pages just in Genesis. Just look all through Ezekiel, just uh, uh, Isaiah. Then you get in the New Testament, the book of Acts, the Apostle Paul. You start thinking, and book of Revelation, you'd have to tear that whole whole book out. So one third of the Bible's dream related. And then the other thing is, science tells us we need to sleep, what, eight hours a day? Eight hours a day. All right, eight hours a day is one third of your life is spent in sleep and it's either important and I always thought it was the biggest waste of time I was a night owl I didn't think I needed to sleep because I didn't understand the importance of sleep yeah we were night owls yeah and Acts the second chapter says in the last days when the Lord pours out his spirit three manifestations prophecy dreams Dreams, and visions so two-thirds of the last day outpouring is going to be dreams and visions so again there is that separation between dreams you're saying not awake you are asleep vision is when you're awake yes they have the the same they have the same purpose that dreams and visions have the same purpose communication direction right communication direction to help you when you can't help yourself right it can be natural and most dreams most visions we'd call imagination it's natural it's natural but there are times when the holy spirit intervenes into your natural vision uh-huh. when you're imagining or in your sleep in your dreaming process and it in fact in numbers uh the 12th chapter god appeared to if you'll remember when um miriam and aaron came against moses because of his wife right. god came down and called them together called a little meeting and mm-hmm. he said if there's a spiritual person among you i'll speak to him or her right in their sleep through dreams and he said and i'll make myself known or they'll see me in visions Hmm. so in dreams god speaks 
and visions you see. So you can say dreams speak, visions see. Well, that's how uh, he did, like I'm thinking Joseph Old Testament. I mean, his whole life direction was based on dreams. Yes. That he had the dream of the, the sheaves bowing down, yep. that one day he would be a leader. a leader. And that held him throughout yep. his life because he knew something was behind that. It's very fascinating. If you'll look at just Joseph's dreams, because mm -hmm. most of the time, dreams are symbolic, and his was a symbolic dream. Right. Dreams come in symbols, and that's why a lot of times people can't understand it. And we'll get into that and a little bit later. But he dreamed, number one, he dreamed of wheat. Remember that? The big sheaf uh, bowing, and the other 11 bowed down yeah, to him. The sun and the stars. So, the first was, though, the wheat. Okay. And what did he deal with? Food. Yeah. A famine. famine. That's true. And then the sun, moon, and stars, what did he become? The high, the next to the highest guy. Right. He was a leader, right. and they bowed down to him in leadership as he was their leader. So it showed two things, but it showed it symbolically. And the same thing with Pharaoh. Remember about him? He dreamed about cows and corn. Yeah, he did. And and most people would say that's the, the stupidest dream. Yeah. yeah, they would say, what a stupid dream. Yeah, I dreamed about cows, cows and corn. The big fatties. And yet yeah. it showed the famine that was coming. And, jo and Joseph, because of God, was able to interpret those dreams. That's good. Well, that's the question. Let me just say this. I, so, because I was asking, is there a difference between dreams and visions? So that's what we are. There is a difference. Yes, is there is. Saying. One's asleep, but they have the same purpose. One's asleep well, and one's awake. Well, even Joseph in New Testament, Joseph and Mary, I mean, the big part of their safety was through dreams. Oh, yes. And he said an angel of the Lord right. got involved. Well, do you know dream. there are five dreams and three visions that just surround the birth of Jesus? Oh, my. I went through all the things, the angels, and there are 15 references of angels in the ministry of Jesus. Oh, wow. Uh, and you just don't realize mm -hmm. that. Uh, but, but you think about Joseph. It, right? you know, he's getting ready to put Mary aside, divorce her. He has one dream. The first dream he had when the angel came, you'll call his name Jesus. Mm -hmm. That one dream changed his destiny. Sure did. He became the earthly father of the Son of God because oh, he believed right. the dream. Changed. Escaped to Egypt, but he also said, Mary, Mary, <laughs> through the dream. Yeah. That confirmation. Well, That's a big, big thing that was needed in his life, yeah. too. Huge. Yeah. How important are dreams and visions? Here's a statement I heard, and it, yeah. it really touched me. An impacting dream or vision can etch on your spirit and connect mm. you to your destiny. One dream can connect you. One vision can connect yeah. you to your destiny. Yeah. That's, that's impacting to think about that. Yeah. So does everyone dream? Well, I mean, we've asked it yes. before. But well, all mankind. Every single person. Yeah. Do every animals? single person dreams. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, um, dreams come because... We need help. Yeah. And most of the time when you're awake, you don't hear. You're just too busy. But regardless of your age or your gender, everybody dreams. It's like rain. It comes on the just or the unjust, mm -hmm. a Joseph or a Pharaoh. Right. And here's what I like. Man is the only creation uh, that uh, can hear and see within because we're created in God's image. We're a triune being. So dreams are innate within man because God put the dreaming process there. We didn't. True. You can't. You can't go. Ooh, I'm going to dream. Ooh, I'm going to dream. Or ooh, I'm going to see a vision. Can it happens you? whether you want it or not. No, it's part it of the just process. Comes. God put it in you, and there right. was a purpose for it, and that's so He can minister to you. Now, I know my little dog dreams. She makes noise at nights. Does running. That's probably just a natural. It is relief or yeah. something going. She starts barking. Yeah. It's well, mo mo yeah. So well, there is most, something coming right. down. 
you right. know, well, most reprogramming, dreams, being refreshed or whatever happens. Right. The natural well, side too. Sure. But most dreams are natural. Most visions are natural, but they can be spiritual. So yeah. I, I think. I mean, it's funny because it cracks me that. up. It's the same dream because it's the same. It's the same barking thing because she sleeps under the covers. She'll do the same. But I don't know that. And she'll do the same running movements. But I don't know that the Lord's ministering to the dog. So I don't know. But, you know, Terry Law is very. Yeah. Terry Law is a missionary in the Middle East. And he was over there just a few years ago. And one of the one of the men there that was an. Islamic man who's been converted to Christianity. He uh-huh. said this, 80%, that's a large number of converts from Islam to Christianity have had a dream or vision of Jesus or an angel has come. That's mercy. So that, that shows there. you how God can use dreams or visions. Right. And I would say don't let anyone steal your dreams because your destiny might be affected by that. Right. So what are some of the purposes of dreams? I think you've been hitting on that already, but uh, well, I think uh, the main, I'm, I'm going to tell you about, let me give you a thing about dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a five-year experiment on children, ages 3 to 12, in sleep labs. They slept nine nights a year for five years in this sleep lab. Mm-hmm. And here's what dream experts discovered. Dreams prepare children for adulthood. What you experience, now hear this very mm-hmm. carefully, what you experience during the day filters through you at night and becomes your dreams. And I believe that's why the Apostle Paul said, when you're awake, think on these things. Whatsoever things are lovely or mm-hmm. a good report. Mm-hmm. See, because if, if whatever you watch, if you're watching violent movies and cartoons and all this, right. and you put your child to bed after they've watched a violent cartoon, they're going to have a violent sleeping pattern or Correct. dreams. So what you put in you when you're awake filters through you and becomes your dreams. And that what they say about adults, the purpose, it helps you to work through your current situation work without the interference you have when you're awake. Right. You think about this. When you're awake and you're trying to make a decision, a lot of times, what do you do? You'll say, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Mm-hmm. And you get so many opinions, you don't know what you think. And in sleep, you can find out what you think. That's good. And it comes so through dreams. Are dreams always personal? I guess that would be the ninety-five percent. This is what they're not they've, just dreaming for somebody else. Well, ninety. Well, you could sometimes. Yeah, ninety-five percent. This is what dream experts say. Ninety-five percent of your dreams are personal for you only. And if someone else is featured in your dream, it could be for them. But you got to think, 95% they're for you, so only 5%. Sometimes it, if a person is featured in your dream, it could be showing your feelings toward that person. Right. Or maybe you could help that person in some way. But if you start thinking 95% of your dreams are for you and they're personal, I think that that would help you. A lot of it is just the working out of the day's events. Yes, right? it As is. you were saying. That's the natural. You're working through the just frustrations. Just coming down process. You're de-stressing. Yes, you're de-stressing. That's why you have, what is part of the torture of prisoners of war? No sleep. Mm-hmm. They can't work through anything. You can receive right. answers. You can, it can show you blind spots in your life, relieve stress. Uh, it's an avenue to know yourself. I call dreams a mirror on the inside. That's a good one. Uh, it reveals your inward realm, what your mm-hmm. true heart's motive is. Right. But also, have you ever walked by a, a mirrored building? a glass building, mm-hmm. 
and you can see yourself. You see the reflection. You sure. see your reflection. Yeah. But if someone on the inside of that building turns a light on, all of a sudden you see through that mirror and you see what's on the inside of that building. Right. And that's what I say about dreams. Dreams will show you yourself, but somebody, something, however you want to put it, flips on a switch and you see beyond that and you can see into the spirit realm or your true inner motives that you didn't realize. You're real, seeing yourself. For, yeah, you see beyond, like that. even that beyond good, yourself. That is a good way of really looking at it. So how does that connect to some scientific facts about dreams? Because well, they must know that. Oh, yeah. Psychologically, well, me, that it's yeah. you're working through processes and, yeah. and why it's so important to sleep. I'll tell you one thing. If you tell me your dreams, you'll tell me your heart. Right. I've had people tell me their dreams and absolutely... I know their heart <laughs> because it, it shows, a dream shows what's going on in you. But here's some scientific facts about dreams. Uh -huh. They didn't start sleep labs in America until 1950s. And that's when they discovered REM, REM, -E rapid uh -huh. eye movement. And that's what happens to you when you sleep. You watch right. your dreams and your eyes move. And they used electrodes attached to the people. And um, they, when those electrodes would go off, they knew they were dreaming. Or you can actually, in the natural, you can watch somebody that's sleeping and all of a sudden they'll start moving around or whatever and their eyes start moving. They're dreaming. Right. If you wake them up easily during that time, softly, they'll remember their dream immediately. Uh, here's what else they discovered. When you sleep, you go through 90-minute cycles. You go through shallow sleep. Mm -hmm. You go through dreaming. Then you go through deep sleep. And in an eight-hour time, you'll have anywhere from three to six dreams, and they're anywhere from five to 15 minutes. And here's what they discovered. It's not the length of the dream. It's the message of the dream. Right. Have you ever had a dream that won't end? Yes. And you think, dear Lord, Feels let like this it. dream yeah, end, please. <laughs> but it's not the length. It's what the message is. And you always have to look for the principle of the dream and, and evaluate it in light of what's going on in your sure. life. Uh, but even if you don't remember a dream, uh -huh. if you'll analyze your feelings when you wake up, you'll begin to realize things are being worked out in your life. There's times I've gone to sleep and, and been struggling mm -hmm. and wake up and feel relief. And yeah. even though I didn't remember the dream, I know an answer has come. Something, and usually I'll walk things too, out. Right. Yeah. So, well, let's, uh, we'll come back. Let's come back um, for episode two we'll take a break but i want you just to take a moment and just pray over our sleep pray over the listener yeah. just just uh that god will help us to understand how important sleep is and okay. for whoever will be listening all right with our crowd just go ahead and uh do that for I, us. I want to make one more mention sure. before there was a scientist who collected over thirty thousand dreams wow if you can imagine that, and evaluated 30. That's a lot. And here's his total conclusion after evaluating mm -hmm. 30,000 dreams. He said, dreams are a letter from you to you. A letter right. from you to you. A letter from you to you. <laughs> dreams That's are good. free yeah. counselors. You don't have to pay 95 right. bucks or 100 yeah, bucks an ever? hour. Sure. I want to tell you why. Dreams care about you because they've come from you. Come from you. And that's God's plan. And when you can't get the help you need in your sleep, God will help you Amen. through your dreams. Heavenly Father, we just thank you that you put the dreaming process in us. 
And right now, for anyone listening to or watching this podcast, I just pray over them. Maybe they've been having nightmares, and maybe they've been having trouble even sleeping. And Lord, I just pray over their sleep and over their dreams that they will have rest, that they will their dreams and their sleep will be sweet. It'll be a time of connection between you and them. And Lord, that they will begin to listen to and understand their dreams because you put the dreaming process in us because you care about us and Lord you want to help us not only when we're awake but you want to help us even when we sleep so I thank you Lord for your blessings over your people in Jesus name amen amen that's great awesome episode one life point table talk join us again next time thank you Katrina Wilson glad to be here I'm the dream whisperer.